Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Be A Handy Bish podcast. I am Leanne Adu and I am your host. Hope everyone's had a really, really wonderful week. I uh, hope everyone's feeling good. We, I don't know what's going on with this weather, but it, it doesn't feel like May. It doesn't feel like joys of summer are on their way. Earlier this evening, I cowered in my house as torrential rain poured outside. Hail, hail that settled like snow. We've been having work done on the house recently. We needed a new roof. Thank goodness they finished last week. Otherwise, I think it would have been a different story. I don't know if I'll be recording right now because I'd be (laughs) um, drying up a lot, a lot of rainwater inside my house. But thankfully they had finished up, so um, it wasn't too much of an issue. So I'm missing the fact that summer has not yet arrived, that I'm not able to crack out the hot pants and the crop tops and yeah it's pretty miserable it's pretty cold I've got a blanket around me yesterday we had the heating on this is not what I signed up for I'm just thankful that I didn't have a restaurant booked for this evening because I'm recording this on Monday which is the day when all the what are they called what are they called thanks chemo brain restaurants I've I genuinely forgot the word restaurants just then when all the restaurants have been able to open up. So if I had to kind of stand to queue to get into a restaurant, I'd be pretty annoyed today. Anyway, onwards we go. So it's just me this evening. It's just me on this episode. Had so much lovely feedback about Charlene joining me last week. And she will join again. I think uh, it will be really nice for her to come along every now and then. Like I say, there's other people that I'd like to come on the show as well. And if you want to come on, just let me know. Uh, you know we can just schedule it in tell me you're good to go and I'm good to go so that's cool so I'm sitting here this evening with a hot chocolate with marshmallows a blanket wrapped around me feeling pretty toasty I haven't got a hat on though that's the most annoying thing because my head is going to get cold and I'm wearing a hoodie but I've got the headphones on and it's just not working So I worried that I wouldn't have anything to talk about this week. There's been no chemo or chemo would be this Wednesday anyway. There hasn't been anything exciting happening. Life keeps trundling on as it does. And then I realised I've still got all my thoughts, my feelings. The things that are coming up are pretty major. And yeah, what I have been doing over the past week is managing the, the side effects of the last chemo session that I had and they've been pretty grim as usual you know nothing out of the ordinary but I've definitely felt quite unwell over the past week or so I'm coming out of it I feel really good today and I can't quite express the joy that I feel when I I realized that this Normally, if I was going to chemo on Wednesday, I'd be feeling good today, as I normally do on this part of the cycle, but also this kind of feeling of dread that I had chemo coming up and what was I going to do? Oh my God, chemo's coming up and I'm going to feel really rubbish again. But this time I don't have that fear. I feel good. I now need to recover from 20 weeks of poison. And I'm going to continue feeling good. And I'm a little apprehensive about it. If I'm being really honest, my dietary choices over the past I'm a bit worried that I'm going to get ahead of myself all the time. So. It's not a problem because what I needed was I needed to just be able to eat anything. On the days that my 
taste buds were down, my nausea was up. All I needed was food. All I needed was carbs. My body was screaming out for chips, chips, chips. So if that's what I ate, that's absolutely fine. But we're moving on from that now. There's no there's no need for me to eat like that because I'm hoping that as the weeks go on, I'm still slightly nauseous at the moment, but what I'm hoping as the weeks go on and my body starts to push out the rest of the chemo or absorb the rest of the chemo or, I don't know, eat the rest of the chemo, and I start to come out of this um, this bubble that I've been in for the last four months. I have to get back on track. I have to start eating really well again. I have to start nourishing my body in the proper way. I didn't have, I genuinely didn't feel like I had the capacity to manage all of that alongside all of the other stuff that was going on. I just knew that I had to eat. And I was going to eat what I wanted when I wanted. And I don't believe in diets, if I'm very, very honest. Uh, I believe in eating well, eating in moderation, eating more of the good things than the, in inverted commas, bad things. And And making good food choices. If something makes you feel good, eat it. Do you know what I mean? If fried chicken makes you feel good, eat it. But if you find yourself eating fried chicken every day of the week, which we didn't, we did not do that. But if you find yourself eating fried chicken every day of the week, then I think you need to think about why is that the one thing that you are choose to eat, what that you are choosing to eat all the time. Why is that the thing that's bringing you happiness? Why is that the thing that's nourishing your soul? I put on I, I've put on a lot of weight. I've put on a lot of weight during and I know a lot of that is down to the steroids. But what I now need to get myself in is the best shape for the rest of my life. So I'm I'm slightly worried that I'm gonna get ahead of myself during this recovery period and not give myself enough time to recover from the chemo which has broken my body. So I'm not talking about I'm going to go out and start running 5Ks, 10K. I'm not even going to go and run around the block. I'm going to start really slowly. I'm hoping that by next week I can incorporate regular walks into my day. I'm hoping that my energy will come up because my energy dipped so low that I couldn't I couldn't get up in the mornings, that in the evenings all I could do was lay on the sofa um, or go to sleep, you know, and the weekends, oh well, I couldn't even run over, run after my daughter, let let alone run around the streets. So easing myself back into exercise, that's going to start burning the calories, burning the fat, burning, you know, making me sweat a little bit. That the the kind of sweat that's not a hot flush, please. <laughs> Speaking of hot flushes, I can literally feel it one creeping up the back of my neck as I'm doing this. Oh, it's horrible. Let me just add that to my list to talk about my fears. My fears. What's scaring you today? Type that in. Yeah. Gradually starting to move more. Gradually starting to build my strength up. Changing my eating habits so that they are conducive to the lifestyle that I want to live as I come out of cancer. Which is to be as strong as possible to be as strong a human being as I can be and I don't mean strong muscles I mean my body being functional and 
fit, my body being able to carry me if I need to run for a bus, my body being able to run after my daughter, climb trees with her, jump with her, sing with her, dance with her. Those are the things that are strength to me. That's what I want to be strong for, for my body to take me through the rest of my life. And my body as it is at the moment, it's not even going to take me to the shops, mate. It's not even going to take me to the shops. So I'm going to be engaging a PT, firstly, because I'm going to need to rehab once I have my surgery. And I need to get strong before the surgery as well. We haven't got much time there. I'll talk about that in a minute. But just to get myself in the best shape for that. And then, yeah, just make me a better human being. A PT can't do that. Only I can do that. But they can assist me. Today, I went and had a doctor's appointment. It was really good. I'm always apprehensive because of that one time that one doctor made me cry. (laughs) And I've never seen them again. But every time I go in, I hope it's not that doctor. I hope it's not that doctor. And it hasn't been. But I had a wonderful, lovely doctor today. Uh, We had a good chat about the ultrasound that I had last week, Wednesday, where the ultrasound technician described my lymph nodes as chunky, which was nice. Uh, Chunky lymph nodes. And overall was really, really pleased with the progress. Now, I think I need to just in life learn how to manage my expectations better. Maybe I expect too much of my body, but he, so he did the ultrasound and he was really pleased. He could still see my lymph nodes were, like I say, chunky, his words, not mine. And he said he could still see like some nodules, nodules. Um, and I was really happy. I was happy that he was pleased with the progress. You know, he said it really pleased with the progress. It's doing really well. But a part of me was still really disappointed that there was still cancer there. And I knew, I knew, I know, I knew that the chemo wasn't necessarily going to get rid of all the cancer. The point of chemo is to shrink it down as small as possible, is to zap it as much as possible. But it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to get rid of it all. But still there was this tiny part of me that was really quite a little bit heartbroken that he could still see cancer it's it's normal it's you know there was never gonna there was never the expectation that chemo was going to wipe it all out completely but I also think knowing that you know sometimes knowing that the lump is gone and doctors have struggled to find it although the more I feel my breasts the more I can still feel the difference in my boob in that area so you know, even I know there's still things there. Yeah, so I needed to manage my expectations about that. I needed to just be a bit realistic with myself. Equally, when I was talking to the doctor today, I was kind of saying to her about how I'd hoped it had all gone and things like that. And she, you know, she was saying, it's done really, really well. Um, I'm not doing very well today. I keep losing my train of thought. So I don't know what I was saying before. (laughs) It's no good, is it? 
don't know what I was saying before. I know that I was talking about seeing the doctor and then I know I went on to the ultrasound last week and how I felt after that. And to be honest, I don't know. I've lost the tangent. So where I'm going to pick up from now might not be what I was talking about before I started talking about the ultrasound. I'm afraid you're just going to have to live with it because <laughs> we're witnessing my brain live. We're witnessing how my brain works at the moment live. Managing my expectations. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just going to rewind back to the other things that we talked about in my doctor's appointment today. So we talked about the ultrasound. We talked about the results of that. We talked about what comes next. And although I haven't had my surgical meeting yet, that's on Friday. She did confirm that in my notes, they're hoping to do breast conserving surgery. So that would be a lumpectomy, which is great, great news because it's a lot less invasive it's a lot smaller surgery than a mastectomy obviously it's a day surgery and things like that and she confirmed that they'd also be doing a full lymph node clearance as well so they'd want to take out pretty much all the lymph nodes under my arm which is which is what I very much expected she was really nice she could sense I was worried and she said was there anything else that I wanted her to examine because one of my fears alongside the fact that the cancer's not completely gone is because of the chemo it's not completely gone yet or despite the chemo it's not completely gone is what if it is still spreading around my body if the chemo hasn't got rid of it then could it still grow and she's like no it can't still grow and we know it's she said she we know it's not growing because it's shrinking I don't know man I'm still a bit worried I can't help but worry. I can't do anything about it. I'm also worried that in between the time I I finished chemo, which is almost two weeks ago, and the time I have my surgery, which she said would be in two to three weeks after this meeting on Friday, what if what if the cancer grows back again? What if it keeps growing? I don't know. Whoa. But again, I can't do anything about that. Is why I'm not going to waste my time worrying about that. It's a little fear push it out push it away get rid of it can't do anything about it it's not going to happen it's all good it's all fine so I'm happy that it's going to be a lumpectomy I'm happy that they're happy I'm happy that the scans are going in the right direction and any kind of anxiety or worries that are pretty I know that they're normal anxiety and worries but I have nothing to be anxious or worry about I just need to push them away good vibes only good vibes only I feel so good today I don't feel nor I don't feel back to normal but my body hurts less so the only thing that really hurts today is my back I don't have any nausea I don't have any headaches I don't have this total feeling of like hungoverness that I guess that's the easiest way to describe it, this hungoverness that sometimes I feel. I feel like I'm sun's hangover. So I feel really good. So yeah, it was a really good appointment. And then afterwards, I went and got my pick line out. Oh my gosh, my pick line. So I got my pick line in January. I knew that I would have to have a pick line for chemo because my veins aren't great. Uh, Apparently the doctor could tell that just by looking at them. So I went and let me tell you, 
the one of the weirdest sensations you will ever experience is a nurse pulling a 14 inch, 14 inches piece of wire or tubing or whatever out of your chest through your arm. So the, the pick line wire goes up through my upper arm, in and across into my chest near my heart. And as she was pulling it out, I recorded it. I've got videos. I've got videos. I'm so tempted to make it into a TikTok. Mm, maybe. As she was pulling it out, I didn't look, but I could hear it. And I could feel it. I couldn't feel it coming out my chest, but I could feel it pulling its way out on my arm. Oh, it's gross. I love it. I could feel it pulling its way out of my arm. And it was so disgusting. Oh, so disgusting. And it hurt. She said I did really, really well. She said, she said I did really, really well. So I kind of want to, like, I said to her, I don't really understand pain very well. I know if something hurts me, but I don't know if something hurts me, does it hurt me more or less than the average person? Like, I don't really understand what my pain threshold is. She said, oh my God, you did so well. She's had people screaming when it comes out, all, all sorts, all sorts. They don't use any, I mean, let's be real. There was no anaesthetic or even local anaesthetic or numbing cream. So it can't be that bad of a pain if they don't do anything like that. And the little clip bit that they put in did, was really painful to get out. It was a bit stuck and she had, whoop. I'm not going to be sick. She had to like wiggle it to get it out. nah this is disgusting (laughs) the more I think about it the more like cringy I get about it it was it's pretty gruesome um but she she managed to get it all out in the end and my arm just looks like it's been through the wars I don't understand how something that's had a dressing on it could get so scabby like there's so many different little marks and cuts and scratches and, and scabs from it I'm not painting a pretty picture here because it's not a pretty picture. This is the most foul thing ever. Disgusting. And now finally my arm is free. Well, I've got to keep a little dressing on for two days and it's a bit tender. But my arm is free of a pick line. Oh, the relief. I loved my little pick line. I didn't give it a name. I should have given it a name. We'll call it Picky. Picky the pick line. I loved Picky. Aww. Showed it to Tiana when I got home. She's like, oh, is your arm better now, mummy? Yes, it is, darling. Yes, it is. So, yeah, I'm so glad to be free of that. Thank you very much. Uh, other li- other things on my list of worries this week, uh, as I tick them off. Have, what have I worried about this week? Have I started the menopause? So, chemo, I think, puts your body into a false menopause. My periods, sorry for any guys listening, periods happen, womanhood, be thankful you don't have them. Um, but my period stopped after my first chemo session and I get hot flushes and mood swings. And so I know, I guess I'm in this false menopausal stage, but part of me, even though there's no plans for more children, part of me is worried that I'm in the menopause now. Is this it? Is my body in menopause? I think because the side effects that come along with menopause, such as hot flushes and brittle bones and all that kind of thing, do I need to start taking evening primrose oil? I don't know. 
she kind of said, well, my periods might come back in up to a year's time. This was the doctor because I asked her. She said, my periods might come back. It might take up to a year or they might not. And the thing is, if I'm not really having any other kids, then what's the what's the problem? Was sort of implied. And it's not a problem if I'm in menopause, but I'd like to know if I'm in menopause, you know. I want to know if this is what's happening to my body so I can learn how to deal with it and cope with it and make the appropriate changes so that my body can adjust in just the right way. But I guess I'll just have to wait and see. I'll just have to wait and see. As I move through the week, I'm trying not to do too much. I'm still resting. I don't feel like I need to be working from bed like I have been because I'm not in the pain that I was in. My energy levels are a lot higher. I do need to get my new office set up. I've bought a desk for the spare room, which is going to be our kind of working room. So half one side will be my office side. The other side will be Chris's tech side with his decks and obviously all the podcasting stuff I might buy a ring light I don't know what I'll use it for but I might buy one for some things I'm so excited to finally get my working space in order uh, so over the coming days I think I'm gonna be um yeah setting up the office I need an office chair We've got the old bed in here. If anyone wants to buy a cast iron bed frame, just get at me because I've got one. No one seems to want it. No one wants it on eBay. No one wants it on Gumtree. No one wants it on Facebook. I don't want it anymore. So if anyone wants to come and take a cast iron bed frame off my hands, let me know. So I get my office set up so I can just work. I just feel so excited about the possibilities that 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 is life like the possibilities of life oh finally I feel like everything's been on pause due to the chemo and and it's this is why I'm talking about I need to manage my expectations because I've finished chemo but I've not finished treatment (laughs) I've finished chemo but I've still got a bit of a road because even after I have surgery I've still got to have radiotherapy and that's going to be a few weeks of it so I need to I need to calm down. I need to be happy that I finished chemo, but I need to understand that this is not the whole journey. This is not it's not it. I've not finished. So chill your boots, Leanne. Relax a little bit. Okay? You feel good today. I feel good today, but in all honesty, I don't know how I'm gonna to feel tomorrow. I could feel really fatigued and, t- and tired again. And I don't I don't even feel a hundred percent now. I just feel better than I did. So interesting, isn't it? so interesting I'm going to talk about this with Alan tomorrow I've got had to cancel last week's session because I was very very unwell and very very tired so Alan will see me this week and yeah maybe I need to talk to him about that hmm ponderings hmm so yeah need to get my office sorted out I need to just I'm just excited to start talking to new clients again and planning for the business to grow as the year goes on I need to think about what I was planning last year for this year to put in place so that I can get it going you know ASAP and this isn't this is a this is about putting things in place in my business 
so that I can in some ways take a step back. If I can build this agency model, what my plan is, is to build an agency model so that I have a team of VAs working underneath me or working with me. They each have their own client or aspects of a client and it means that I can focus on my bigger clients, my smaller clients feel love and I have capacity to take more on, making me more money. Um, But it's not just about the money. Tiana's going to be going to nursery in September and although she'll be going full time, you know, it would be quite nice to not have her in childcare after nursery, to pick her up from school, from nursery and spend the afternoon with my daughter. That's the dream, right? So I feel like that's where my timeline is. I need, I would like, I'm going to stick it out there right now as a goal because I haven't written down business goals. All my goals have been get better, get rid of cancer, get better, get rid of cancer. So right now here, my my new goals for the future um, to be in place by September is to have my agency model up and running by September. Boom, there we go. Agency model, September. Say it loud, say it proud. Manifest that. Yo. Yeah, that feels good saying that. That feels good because September is not around the corner and it's not, we're talking smart goals, right? We're talking, you know, whatever smart means because again, I can't remember. Specific, measurable, achievable, written. I can't remember what I can't remember what smart means. Anyway, smart goals, if you know what they are, boom. <clears throat> September, agency model, boom, let's go. September have my body in a better shape. Boom. That's a question mark, boom. Do I want to set a deadline for the changes that I want to make in my health and my body? Because I have a significant amount of weight to lose. And by September, where are we? May, right. Let's forget May because we're near the end of May now. June, July, August, September. Four months. It's not as much time as I thought. No, no, it could be done. It could be done four months. What am I going to achieve in four months? I'm going to have my agency model ready to go. I am going to have my body in a better place. I'm going to drill this one down because I need to think very carefully about that because what I don't want to do is put a weight goal on myself. I don't want to say I want to have lost free stone by September. One that's not, free stone is not achievable in three months. It is achievable if I starve myself, but I don't want to starve myself. So, I'm going to have a think about what the health goal is. Guys, gals, people, look what we just did. We just set me a goal. I'm very proud of you all. Thanks for letting me talk that out. I don't know if this is what you came for, but this is what you're getting. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Okay, what's coming up over the next couple of days? So on Wednesday, oh my ultra, my MRI scan. So I've got my MRI scan on Wednesday. It's been a palaver because I was due to have it last Wednesday. But when my confirmation messages came through, they said it was on Friday. So when at 10.15 on Wednesday just gone, the 
Belle, who does their MRIs, rang me. She was like, Leanne, where are you? Well, my messages said Friday. I was in London Bridge Station because I'd just come from the hospital, but uh, I'd missed my slot by then. So then they had rescheduled it for this Wednesday coming. But yeah, I was still in the hospital because I still had loads of things to do there, loads of different appointments because cancer is life. Boop. So I've got an MRI this Wednesday. And then Friday is my surgical meeting where I'll have all the information on the surgery. And then I'm hoping that me and my mum can go for lunch because you're allowed to sit in places now. And Because I don't want to sit outside, I'm not going to get cold. But maybe we can go and sit inside. Mum, if you're listening, lunch Friday, let me know. <laughs> so that's going to be me, me for the next few days ahead. In Tiana time... She's just being awesome, always. I'm never going to say she's anything but awesome. She's just fantastic. So in Tiana time this week, we have made new friends. I took her on a play date with a lady who, for the past two years, we would pass each other every, almost every day. Uh, she would be going in one direction, I'd be going in the other. And we'd sort of nod and wave, hiya, you're right. And Tiana would be like, hello. Uh, and then finally, a couple of weeks ago, we found ourselves in the same direction at the same time. And she was lovely and we swapped numbers. And I had a play day at her house this weekend. It was really nice. And it was interesting to see Tiana in this situation because one, although she has other children at the childminders, I've not seen her around new children. Prob- I mean, in a really, really, really long time ever, potentially. So she was shy and I've not really seen Tiana shy before. She doesn't really do shy. She's so cute. But she had a good time. She played nicely. Of course she played nicely. And by the end of the the date, she was chasing and running in circles with the kids. I don't actually think they spoke to each other. Now that I'm thinking back on it, I don't think those kids said a single word to each other. One of the boys is the same age as her. There's a month's difference between them. And the other was a, a, a young toddler. So you wouldn't expect a young toddler, really, to interact with Tiana. But yeah, no, they didn't talk to each other once. By the end of the session, they were running and chasing each other, but they didn't talk to each other once. Ah, that's interesting. And then yesterday, again, we did some cooking. Amazing, amazing. I fully recommend the cook school for anyone who wants to get into cooking with their children. It's They send you a recipe box and it has everything that you need all measured out. And we did one a few weeks ago. I'm sure I said uh, a vegetable lasagna, which was awesome. And then we did one again on the weekend, which was a, a veggie paella with vegetarian sausages. And I I let Tiana use the sharp knife, obviously well supervised. In fact, I kind of held it in her hand, <laughs> did the chopping. I think it's really important that she learns how to use things like that very safely. And of course, she's very young and I wouldn't let her do it on her own or even I don't think I'd let her hold the knife by herself. But it's important that she does learn what these things do, why we use them. And it's important to me that she learns how to cook and feels confident in the kitchen and feels like she's part of the cooking experience. Uh, She's a great eater anyway. She'll eat almost anything you put in front of her. 
but I want that to continue and I want her to to feel like she yeah she has confidence and power in our in the kitchen to cook with us so really really enjoyed that Uh, she enjoyed it and um yeah I can't wait to pick up another another box such that she can cook with us or possibly do some baking at the weekend as well something really simple with her she wants to make banana bread actually so um and we've got banana bread kit so I think maybe we'll do that this weekend because I've got some rotting bananas on my windowsill in my kitchen always over by them don't know how I managed to do it but I always do and uh oh yeah favorite Tiana moment this week was definitely last night when Chris had cleared out a lot of her clothes that were too small for her from her wardrobe so she saw them in the pile in a pile in the corner of her room and she said oh mummy why are my clothes out there I said oh those are your clothes that are too small for you Tiana we're going to give them away too small can't they grow no darling your clothes don't grow that's why we buy you new clothes and then she fully burst into tears she was heartbroken uh, and I was just like oh it's okay come okay if she cries I I crumble oh come to mommy I can help you so she cried and then after about 30 seconds though she started fake crying so she was genuinely upset she saw my reaction and then put on really fake tears and I lost all sympathy for her and sent her to bed this evening's going to be exciting because I've not put a nappy pant on her and I'm going to see if she can go the night dry 100% jinxed it now but I've got some of those bed mats down anyway and it's not a pressure thing it doesn't matter at all if she wets the bed I've never I'm never upset if she has any kind of toilet accidents like she's fully potty trained in the daytime and sometimes she gets distracted and doesn't go to the bathroom and even then it's just a case of like okay well never mind but you need to remember to go to the toilet I don't want her to ever feel shame she's so tiny she's so tiny all the time even even though she's a big girl you know she's not a big girl she's three and a half my baby (laughs) I just sometimes I get really nostalgic about and I just look at all these videos I scroll back to the day she was born and then spend three hours watching videos on my phone of her doing nothing ridiculous ridiculous so yeah that's Tiana time this week and looking forward to the week ahead this is a really short podcast this week this is a very very short podcast sorry guys there's nothing that much exciting going on Oh yeah, looking forward to the week ahead. I'm definitely gonna shave my head again for the rebirth. Yeah. For the I'm gonna shave my head again and just let let it then let it grow, hopefully. Is it is it gonna grow now? Is my hair gonna grow now? I don't know. But we're gonna see. So we're gonna start it fresh. So I'm gonna cut it all off again in a, I mean there's not much there to cut at all it it really hasn't grown much in the past couple of since the last time I shaved it the the chemo is definitely doing its work there eyebrow count my eyebrows are starting to grow back again my eyelashes are all but gone which is leaving me with really sore eyes actually I need to get some eye drops because they're streaming if they're not streaming constantly then they're um they're really dry and itchy 
Oh, I woke up the other day and my eye was glued shut. It was disgusting. Sorry, but it was. If I have to live through it, you have to live through it too. That's the whole point of this podcast. Destigmatizing cancer and its side effects. And some of them are really crappy. And my eye gets glued together. I can't open it and I had to put a flannel on it to prise it open again. Oh, I had the most amazing facial this week. Not an actual... not a facial done by a person but we did a zoom facial and I did one a few weeks ago with my bestie um my other bestie not Charlene my other bestie Leonie and it was so good and I had another one this Friday gone with my backpacker girls and it was just awesome self-care is so important I really underestimate certain elements of self-care I can go and take a nap yeah I can eat I can eat for comfort and things like that. But self-care such as doing an all over body scrub or getting a massage, which I also got last week. I had someone come to the house and massage my skin and it was absolutely glorious. Those are little bits of self-care that I rarely, rarely do. And that on Friday, that little facial that we did, just left me feeling very very relaxed on Wednesday having a massage and the convenience of someone coming to my house to do it was awesome as well just it just puts me in a better place it just puts me in a better place and um so yeah self-care is the thing that we need to do constantly I don't know what I'm going to do for self-care this week what can I do for self and I'm determined also if I could if I decide to do like a regular this is my self-care day which should be Wednesdays because Wednesdays is the day that I don't work I don't want it to be food related anymore I think we've already established that I'm trying to switch up my habits um and I'm here I'm here to enjoy all the food most of the time not all the food maybe like half portions and maybe like 75% of the time um but I don't want food to be my like reward I don't want to reward myself with food. I want to reward myself with love for my body, for my mind, for everything. So Wednesdays are self-care days. Send me suggestions for doing selfie care things that don't necessarily involve food or spending money or leaving my house. Send me suggestions to help me nap. Thanks. (laughs) Anyway, looking forward to the week ahead. My surgery meeting on Friday and just enjoying this feeling of not feeling like an absolute gremlin in life I think for me uh I think that's it I'm going to end it there because I'm 100% rambling on I'm sorry if you've made it this far you are awesome if you haven't I don't blame you you can't hear me anyway but I'll be back next week I'll be back to fill your ears with hopefully some fun and some laughter and a little bit of extra knowledge about what goes on in the life of a person dealing with cancer if you haven't checked your boobies this week if you haven't checked your breasts if you haven't checked your chest um then please do and I say chest because I do believe that everybody should be checking themselves not just women but men too and people who identify as men need to check themselves you need to understand what your body is doing I'm going to say it every week actually I'm going to end every week with a little a little self 
reminder to everybody to check yourself, check your body, understand what it's doing. And if you're not sure about something, then get it, get it looked at, right? Don't be afraid. Be a bit afraid, but don't be a lot afraid. Don't be more afraid of getting it checked than what could happen if you don't get it checked. Does that make sense? Maybe. Okay. I'm signing off now. Lots of love and I'll speak to you all soon. Bye.